Welcome to the Running After 40 podcast, the podcast about all things related to running at 40 and beyond, produced by www.runningwithgrit.com. We help you stay physically healthy and emotionally strong at any running pace. I'm Sarah, your host, and a wife, a full-time working mom with three kids, three dogs, and a lifetime passion for running. Whether you are a veteran runner looking to maximize your times as a master runner or a brand new jogger starting in your 40s, 50s, or any age, this podcast will be there for your journey. I want to share stories, secrets, and strategies for success. This includes mistakes and lessons learned, all related to running past age 40. Let's hit the play button together and hit the roads as runners with grit after age 40. Hey guys, welcome to episode 83 of the Running After Age 40 podcast. I'm Sarah, your host, and today's episode is going to be about removing words from your running vocabulary. So these aren't words that are just related to running, uh, but they are going to be words that you probably say on a daily basis, at least during your run, before it, after it, uh, and all day long, that if you start to be aware of them, then you will keep an, you'll, you'll just realize how much of an impact they can make. And I want you to do two things. I want you to keep track of how many times, I mean, you don't have to count them, but just be aware of when you say them out loud and also when you say them to yourself. If you find that, you know, as you're getting ready for your run, you're using one of these words, uh, catch yourself and see if you can find a way to rephrase that. I've done some other episodes about the words that we use. So keep that in mind. Some of this is going to be a little repetitive, but I think if you're like me, you need to hear it on a regular basis for it to hit home especially when it's related to our running and our fitness, because it's something that if we aren't consistent and we don't maintain, you know, the miles and maintain the mental uh, fitness that we need, that it can easily just slip away. So it takes so long to build it back up. We want to keep it there. Uh, so again, just some of this you're, you've heard me say before, and I'm going to say it again. So let's delve deeper into the words that I think that you should remove from your running vocabulary. These will have a negative effect in one way or another on your running, on your overall fitness, and just guys, on your life. So the first one is one I'm famous for saying, I'm trying so hard to cut it out, uh, and that is kind of, okay? So using kind of to yourself or to anyone else related to your running introduces this element of uncertainty, and it really undermines your commitment to your health plan. So you're probably not even aware of this one, like kind of. Yeah, I kind of think that I'm going to do that. Yeah, I uh, I kind of think running that other race would be a great idea. Or I kind of think that uh, doing my long run on Saturday might be better than Sunday. Or I kind of think I should go to that group to do a run. Like You're adding this kind of qualifying the words that you're saying. And you're leaving room for interpretation. And you're... I'm sorry to say it, but you're allowing yourself an easy way out. So what happens is it leads to inconsistency. And that is something we don't want with regards to our running routine, right? It's all about being consistent. So we really want to use decisive language, whether it's the words we speak out loud or the words 
words that we speak to our, our to ourselves. And it's, I am going for a run today. Hey, I'm going to sign up for that race, or I'm going to read that book about running, or I'm going to listen to that audio book about running. It's not that I'm going to kind of take, I'm going to kind of take a break from this a little bit, or I'm going to kind of... I don't have to kind of think about strength training in 2024. Like, just catch yourself because it. When I'm saying it on this podcast, it seems obvious, but uh, I talk to people for a living all day long, and the more that I am aware of the word "kinda," the more I hear people talk about it when it's something that they are passionate about, they believe in, but kind of just slips in there. So we've got to get that out of there. We've got to erase it. We've got to reaffirm our commitment with I am and it's not on kind of. Okay. So that's number one. Uh, you know, I, a few more examples because I love examples. Like I kind of want to improve my pace the next time. That's super vague. So instead of that, like, instead of I kind of want to improve my pace, you you say something like, I'm determined, I'm going to increase my running pace by 10 se- seconds per mile over the next mo- month. Or, you know, I kind of want to eat better next week because this week was just really off. You know, that's super not clear. There's no action plan there. So instead of that, you would say something like, I'm going to make sure I get two servings of vegetables every day for the next week to improve my nutrition. So those are just ways that you can watch for the words, kind of, and quickly replace them whenever you hear them. All right. Number two is maybe. You're getting a theme here, kind of maybe. You're, I bet you can guess which the next one is going to be number three, but we'll we'll focus on maybe first. So maybe introduces doubt into your self-talk, okay? It makes it easier to procrastinate or honestly to skip your fitness routine altogether. And this is something else we all do. I certainly do this. I the worst I do this at is I say like, oh maybe I'll be maybe I'll do get up at like 5 a.m. tomorrow. Uh you know, then this is like let's say it's gonna be a Saturday morning. Maybe I'll do my morning run really slow. Okay, or really early. If I say maybe it ain't happening. Like and I shouldn't even say ain't like this is, I don't use that kind of grammar. But uh really Think about it. If you say maybe, is there even a chance it's happening? Probably not. You're probably going to skip it altogether. So if you've caught yourself saying, maybe I'll hit the gym later and maybe I'll do some yoga, you know, later, you're really less likely to follow through. You want to replace that with a firm statement like, I am going to the gym later at 5 p.m. And that reinforces your commitment. So, you know, maybe I'll do some strength training today. No. I'm going to do 30 minutes at 4 o'clock after work to work on my fitness goals. You know, I'm going to do 30 minutes of the specific app or whatever it is, abs or arms or something like that. Uh, make it very specific and not, you know, hey, oh, maybe I'll do that tonight. You know, that's it's just too wishy-washy. Not going to happen. Same with, you know, uh, I'm going to have this donut for breakfast. Maybe I'll have a salad at lunch. Like take out the maybe and you either are or you aren't. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to choose a nutrition salad with some lean protein and plenty of vegetables for my lunch today. So those are quick ways to get rid of the word maybe. And maybe and kind of are just these words that creep in more and more as we talk and we have a little bit of self-doubt and it becomes a habit. Uh, so keep an eye out for both of those. The one that's very sim- similar is sort of. 
and sort of dilutes your intentions and it opens the door to compromise, okay? So sort of, if you say, I'm going to sort of follow, uh, I, I think, and we do this with training, okay? So I'm going to sort of follow the walk-run program. Or I'm going to sort of follow like that marathon training program in such and such book or this 20-week program. You know, there's nothing wrong with like making, you know, not following a plan completely, but instead of using the sort of for it, you know, just really specify what is it that you're going to do. I'm going to focus, I'm going to follow the run walk program for 10 weeks and this program for four weeks, or I'm going to follow 75% of that plan, but I'm going to actually implement or I'm going to cross train instead of such and such. Say what you're going to do instead of you're sort of doing something. You know, oh, I'm, we hear this a lot too. Like I'm sort of gluten-free. I do that one because I don't eat completely gluten-free, but I sort of like, instead of saying I sort of eat gluten-free, I should be saying, you know, I'm 75% gluten-free and then I incorporate 25% of, you know, whatever, whole grains, blah, blah, blah. Um, And that way... I'm not hindering my progress. Like if I specify what it is that I'm doing and I explain like what deviations I take, uh, then, you know, it ex- it's really uh, specific and it shows that I'm committed to following a, a plan and achieving my results. So if you said, oh gosh, I'm going to sort of, I'm going on vacation, but I'm sort of going to try to, you know, run during that time. Uh, most likely that's not going to happen. So instead of that, you would say, I'm going to follow my running schedule, you know, 75% of the time over my vacation. Something like that, guys, will help you so that it's more precise. Uh, or, oh gosh, I'm sort of going to try to cut out desserts, you know, over the summer to become more healthy. Uh, or I, uh, I'm sort of going to, you know, add more fruits as time goes on. And it, again, these sound so obvious when I'm saying them out loud to you, but we have these creep up in our language each and every day, each and every hour. So it, it is out there. You just got to listen to them. Okay, number four is just like maybe, but it's the probably. So probably showcases uncertainty, just like these others, and it's really a lack of conviction in your self-talk. So if you say like, oh, I'll probably do my long run on Saturday morning at nine. Like, what are you going to or are you not? Like, it gives you this, again, easy excuse to skip it. We need confident statements like, hey, I'm gonna complete my workout as planned at 9 a.m. on Saturday. Not, I'm gonna probably hit the gym after work today, okay? See you later. Like, are you or not? Like, what? what's the probability? Like, what's the purpose of the word probability? Probably, probably in there. I can't say it with the probability. Um, what, you know, what's the chance that you're actually gonna do it if you throw that word probable? Probably in. Try to say that six times fast while you're running, guys. It's tricky. Uh, so instead of I'll probably go for a run tomorrow, say, hey, I'm running tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Uh, I'm definitely going to go for that run at that time. Okay. Uh, instead of, oh, I'll probably choose, you know, the healthier snack the next time, or I'll probably choose that uh, salad instead of the burger the next time I go to the restaurant. Like, say I'm intentionally going to choose that the next time. You know, I'm going to have this today, but tomorrow I'm going to have XYZ to fuel my body and stay on track with healthy eating goals. Like those are the kind of things that are going to be a lot more specific and a lot more fruitful for you in the long term versus probably. All right.
Number five, this is the last one. So just hang tight because this is an important one. And this is someday. And one of my favorite quotes is that someday isn't a day of the week, guys. So we need to stop using it. If you're using someday, it delays action. It prevents you from taking immediate steps toward your goals. Like your goals are important. So we need to focus on them and not look at someday. Because again, someday is not a day of the week and it may never happen. If you say, you know, I'll start eating better someday or I'm going to run a marathon someday. Uh, you're not holding yourself accountable. Like when is someday? Is it next year? Is it five years? Is it 10 years? Is it two weeks from now? Uh, so you want to replace it with something actionable. Actionable statements matter. I am beginning to make healthier food choices today. I am going to run a marathon in two years. You know, whatever it might be, and it doesn't, the time doesn't matter. It's okay if it's two years. It's okay if it's 20 years, but it shouldn't be someday. Okay, so again, someday I'll run a marathon. Let's replace that to, you know, I'm actively seeking position races. I'm going to run a 5K this year, and in five years, I'm going to run a marathon. Instead of, you know, someday I'm going to eat, you know, more of a healthy diet when I have more time. Instead, I'm making the choice today to eliminate processed processed foods from my diet, and I'm going to improve my overall health. Bam. Yeah, that matters. Okay, so... Again, this week, listen to yourself. Do you use the word kind of? Do you use the word maybe? Are you saying sort of, probably, and that someday in your everyday language? If you eradicate these words out loud or to yourself, and you're just going to adopt more confident, you're going to be more action-oriented in your language and your self-talk. And what's going to automatically happen is you're going to have a mindset that changes. You're going to be more determined, more committed, more accountable, and obviously more confident. So this shift in your mindset is going to enhance your running. You're going to feel better when you're doing it. You're probably going to be faster. Uh, See, I just said probably. You're going to be faster uh, and you're going to be healthier. And that's going to help you achieve the results that you desire, which I know we all know we want to feel better, we want to look better, and we want to live longer and run longer. That's the ultimate goal of the Running After Age 40 podcast, right? Uh, so we want to you know, be able to run longer in our lives. So using this kind of language is going to help make that happen. As always, thank you for listening to the Running After Age 40 podcast. Send me a note if you know you want to be a guest. Uh, I'm going to set those up for fall soon and would love to just hear your feedback and any running stories that you have to share with us. Take care and happy running. Thanks for listening to the Running After Age 40 podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate and give us a like in iTunes. Also check out our website, www.runningwithgrit.com for all things related to running over the age of 40. We have a special gift guide up for the holidays on the site designed to share stocking stuffer ideas and gifts for runners at pretty much every price. Thanks for listening.